love this podcast? Be sure to like, subscribe, and leave a review. And don't forget to follow us on social media. Hello and welcome to... (laughs) (laughs) Cut, cut, happened we finally got to hear rihanna sing live for the first time in it's been a while it has been a, it's been a minute yeah she's still she's still in good voice yes she sounded good you know there was all, all the chatter before you know leading up to super bowl oh you know she's probably can't sing as well anymore it's been a long time she hasn't you know who knows what the fuck she's been doing if she's been training taking care of her voice we don't know because we don't live with her but her voice sounded really great like i loved it i would you know would have been perfectly fine if it was a 90 minute fenty makeup tutorial that would have been fine with me she could have come out not sing at all and been like all right fine i would have been okay with that Bring out a fashion show, bring me some makeup, some lingerie, and then you can play your favorite tracks in the background. I'll be okay. I just sit there and like set fire to money. That would, I would have been okay. Yeah. She's queen. Did you get the update? Yeah, I got it. Hello, and welcome to It's Like This, where you have caught us in the middle of some production talk. <laughs> this is your one-stop shop for everything pop. Culture, that is. I'm Eliane. And I'm Greg. And welcome back to another week. It was, it was, it was a good week. I feel like we've, we've got a lot of things to discuss. Some things happened. Yeah, finally. Like I told you, we're getting to the end of award season and shit's starting to pop off. Yes. And, you know, just to continue our little discussion before about Rihanna's halftime show, to anybody who had the balls to pit two amazing women against each other, like 
one could have done better or has done better than the other. Like, fuck y'all. Okay. Rihanna did a great job. I enjoyed it. Oh, sorry. I'm still thinking about it. Like she's like up there floating around on these things, fully pregnant. Like, I was like, oh my God, be careful. Right. <laughs> Don't fall. Don't fall. At the last baby's in there. <laughs> but like one of one of my favorite, I think, reactions to it was a tweet that said, um, imagine being this baby and going to like the first day of preschool when they're like so tell everybody something interesting about yourself and you're like five years old and you're like i've done the super bowl halftime show <laughs> my birth announcement was that <laughs> or i'm sorry my announcement oh my god that is so cool seriously though shout out to her i love her we're gonna talk about her and her family a little later on in the yes. show um but let, let's get the bad out of the way. There's, you know, a couple of sad stories this week. Yeah. So let's just rip the Band-Aid off. Um, Raquel Welsh has passed on to the other realm. Rest in peace, Raquel. Yeah, she was, she was an icon, a legendary sex symbol, um, you know, just did it like no other. And... You know, the world is the world is a less bright place without her. Yes, it's a much less beautiful place without her. Yes. And in other really sad, like this kind of depressed me. Um, Bruce Willis's family released a statement that he has been diagnosed with frontotemporal degeneration, which is a form of dementia. Yes. And it's the most common form of dementia in younger people and people like his age range. Um, so that's really sad. And, you know, they they said without saying as much that he really can't communicate the way that he used to, that it's already that far along that, you know, he's having problems communicating with them. So I, I don't know. I hate that. That's terrible. Yeah, he was uh Late last year, uh, they they revealed that he had been diagnosed with aphasia, which is basically a gateway to uh, dementia. Um, but, you know, aphasia is kind of a broad brush type diagnosis. And, you know, having the frontotemporal degeneration is is more concrete. So they kind of, you know, it. It's it sucks, but they kind of know like the avenue that they're on now. Yeah, it's still tough because there's unfortunately it, there's really nothing to prevent it from deteriorating more and more. So I just it's it's tough. It's tough. Oof. Oof. And I, yeah. One more uh, really, really kind of gut-wrenching story that uh, just broke. Today, we're recording this on uh, Saturday, the 18th of February. Um, Jimmy Carter's family has announced uh, that he will be foregoing any future hospital stays and will be receiving hospice care um, at, at his home and spending his remaining time with his family. So uh, our our thoughts go out to uh, President Carter and his family right now. Oh, I know. That's so sad. Oh, you know, 
he is such a class act. They don't make them like yeah. like him anymore. That's that's America's great grandpa. Like, like that man is the way up until late, late, late in his life. He just was committed to being in the service of others and, and yeah. the community. It just oh it's so sad because I know from experience, once a person has made that decision to go into hospice, the end is really not very far away. Oh, we should really brace ourselves for the news that's going to, to come sooner than later. So, oh, I mean, I, I'm just glad that he gets to spend his remaining time with his loved ones. And I hope his journey is very peaceful. In his own house. Yes. You know that you know there are there are situations where you know older people don't get to spend their their last days like in their own home and right. you know that makes it all the more tough for them so so I'm happy that you know president carter and and really any anyone who is facing this situation right now if if your loved one is lucky enough to be able to be home in their final days um you know um yeah. Yeah. Oh, all right. I need, I need to cheer up. I need to cheer up because I'm getting depressed. I can't. Okay. On to happier news. Did you see the new trailer for Little Mermaid? I, yes, 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 I did. Um, I, I appreciate that Disney is not giving us snippets of any of the rest of the songs that we're, you know, we're sticking in with the part of your world clip that uh, they've used, um, which leads me to believe, and really, you know, I will be 100% honest with you right now, um, the, the song that I am most excited to hear is the part of your world reprise mm. where in the animated film uh she's she's on the rock and the wave comes up behind yes. her and she's it's where there's the key change i don't know and when all that. now oh. yeah that one oh, yes. that is the one that yes. i am like i like just the thought of hallie bailey's voice singing that i am wet right now <laughs> The sheets need to be changed now, damn it. Yes. But, ah, uh, uh, you know, we did get a sneak peek of Ursula. I'm still on the fence about it. I don't know how I, I feel. I don't know how I feel about it. I'm still salty about Ursula not being. Anyone crazy. other than oh. Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> right. And all I keep thinking about is how one of my absolute favorite Little Mermaid songs is Poor Unfortunate Souls. And... I just don't want that fucking song massacred. I'm going to be really upset. Yeah. But I'm ignoring it for the sake of Hallie because she sounds beautiful in it. And also, like, you saw the the scenes of them underwater and, like, the other mermaids. It looks gorgeous. Like, yeah, it looked gorgeous. So I'm really, really excited. Um, Very excited. I guess, it's you know, it's trailer season because we got a a lot of trailers this week. We got Guardians of the Galaxy. We got The Flash. And we also got the Marvel's teaser poster, which I'm fucking dying about. That fucking poster is gorgeous. 
Like I like I have goosebumps right now thinking just thinking about about a fucking film poster. I know Be- because I mean, it's it's Monica Rambo, It's Kamala Khan. It's Captain Marvel. It's the Marvels, bitch. It's the fucking Marvels. Like, I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't take it. And and not even a, a bit of film has dropped. And I'm already yeah. like, this is going to be the movie of the fucking year. <laughs> that comes out in November. So we have, we have a long time, probably, until they start dropping little teaser trailers. But w- what did you think of Guardians of the Galaxy? It, it looks heavy. It does. I was like, am I supposed to feel depressed? Yeah, like it's it's super heavy. Um, like kind of in the way that the uh, the Endgame trailers were. Oh, yeah. Um, mm. I mean, it's not saying the last ride or something like that. And it's like, okay, clearly somebody very important is going to die in this movie. Well, and we know it's, we know it's Drax um, because Dave Batista has not renewed uh, his contract, will not be renewing his contract. Um, I still am not sure that it's also not Star-Lord. From your lips to God's ears. I really, uh, <laughs> really think uh, because Okay, if not to say that Drax isn't like a really important part of the Guardians, but Star Lord is kind of the one who who brought them together. Like he started the Guardians of the Galaxy, so for it to have been called the last ride, I'm like, I think this motherfucker dies in this movie. Oh, praise be! <laughs> I hope so. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. I love Guardians, but I, you know, I don't like Crispy Rat. I don't. Yeah, but, and you know, you know in in. In the comics, um, for a while, um, Adam Warlock, who is uh, the 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 new character played by Will Poulter, um, in the comics, he is the lead of Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, prior was prior to uh, Star Lord being a thing, um, so. You know, maybe maybe that's what that's what we're looking at. And, you know, if that is the case, uh, we are going to probably in future Guardians properties, if there are any beyond this film, uh, we're going to see like a more serious tone from those films if they're based on the comics. Right, because they've always been the most fun, funny of the MCU movies. But this one definitely seemed very dark. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm I'm definitely gonna go see it <laughs> for sure. Um, speaking Absolutely. of, have you gone to see Ant Man: Quantum Mania? Um, since since you have asked, it was going to be my recommendation. Oh, uh, I'm but sorry. <laughs> it's fine. I've I've got a I've got a I've got an anti uh, that I was prepared to deliver as well. Um, yes, I I saw ant-man last night what did you think because as always the douche bros run amok all over the socials and poo-poo all over any marvel movie that comes out so this wasn't any different we were like ah it sucked i want to know what do you um it wasn't 
it wasn't terrible. I, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, there were there were some some parts that felt unnecessary. Um, okay. You know, but other than that, it's 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 a good film. It's it's a great Marvel film. It it sets up um, the rest of this phase. Uh, so there's there's that it's not you know i'm not saying it's it's the greatest marvel film uh of this phase because that will now and forever be wakanda forever uh but it does what it's supposed to do to move the phase forward move us into you know the kang dynasty and then further into the secret wars okay I'll take it. Listen, I love an MCU movie, so you know I'm going to see it and I'm going to probably love it. But, you know, it's what you said is similar to what I've heard other people say. So I'll trust I'll trust you on this. <laughs> um, I'm not quite sure, though, that I trust the idea of I am legend, too. I just, nobody nobody asked for yeah. it. And not only that, but like only made possible if the movie had ended with the alternate ending, the first part. Right. Um, so 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 now you have to retcon <laughs> the original film with the alternate ending. Hope and pray to God that everybody has seen the alternate ending. Right. I mean I- Beautiful gowns, beautiful gowns. Like the leads are hot. It's gonna be Will Smith, Michael B. Jordan, hot men. Love to look at them. I I don't know that I needed an I Am Legend too. Somebody, somebody, please give Will Smith a feature film that is not a sequel. Somebody, somebody, just write him a fucking feature film that is not a sequel. That is not on streaming. Right. You know, because with with the new bad boys and now I am legend to, you know, next year, we will probably be talking about the release of Men in Black 75 or whatever the fuck <laughs> it's on. Independence Day 13 or whatever. <laughs> I swear to God, if they put out another Independence Day, I I will burn this whole place down. <laughs> yeah, we need new ideas. Y'all have to start hiring different kinds of writers. Us. Us, yeah. Like, we could do... Listen, I'm not a screenwriter, but I've got better ideas than let's rehash the same movies we watched 30 years ago. Nobody needs this. Some things are better left alone. Like, I really liked I Am Legend. That was a fucking great movie. Leave it the fuck alone. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. And I liked the finality of the ending yeah like how are you gonna have a sequel to that alternate ending be damned like give me a freaking break give me a break give me a break there have to be some original ideas out there if you if you wanted to leave it open for the possibility of a future sequel you should have used the alternate ending in the theatrical cut right i and you know what? I like the original ending. Yes. That's the way that's, I don't know. That's. Yeah. 
Uh, I can't even. Cannot even. Just, I'm tired. <laughs> you know what else I'm tired of? The fucking analysis of oh the cover of the British Vogue. Oh my God. Okay. So for the listeners who, are, who aren't aware, Rihanna, her baby daddy, Athelastin. <laughs> Lord Athelastin of the Baltimore Lord, La- Athelastin. Lord Athelastin of the Baltimore <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if he's from Baltimore. I just fucking picked. Baltimore. I'm dead. He's now of of the uh, Barbados. <laughs> yes, yes, the Earl of Barbados, if you will. I'm dead. <laughs> okay, so Rihanna, Athelastin, or ASAP. <laughs> I love Duke Athelastin. Athelastin, 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 <laughs> um, and their beautiful baby boy graced the cover of British Vogue this month. It was gorgeous. I loved the picture. (sighs) A lot of men on the internet have lost their fucking minds over it. Alpha, she's did it. Go ahead, Greg. Please speak for you. Let me tell you this, okay? (laughs) There is no way, no no way that you as you know this this straight alpha male mask for mask dom straight dude top what the fuck ever really think of yourself as that much of an alpha and you know the the apex of masculinity if you have spent your time dissecting the cover of a vogue magazine sit down queen (laughs) it's got it's like a like they they drew diagrams on that bitch like look she's facing forward standing tall he's standing weak in the background holding the baby why is the man not allowed to hold his fucking baby what the fuck i I mean lost their damn minds it's not like she was dragging him around by the dick on the cover of the magazine. Right? Like, <laughs> like not for nothing. She's the star in that relationship. I'm sorry. I know they're both artists. She's the fucking star. And I applaud him for not giving a fuck and having such insecurity and such a tiny, tiny self-worth um, that he feels threatened by that. By the fact that she's bringing in billions of fucking dollars. Like, bro, you're going to tell me any one of these so-called alpha males on the internet, you know, keyboard warriors and shit are not going to drop everything and run if Rihanna said, come on. <laughs> yeah, like They would lose it all and be happy as hell about it. Give me a break. Give me a break. <laughs> the fragility for me <laughs> surely surely there you have something better to do with your time like don't you have a car to fix or like a fence to mend or some kind of other manly shit but no instead you're like fucking making pictograms on windows paint about a fucking 
fashion magazine cover like oh, some man. goddamn Anna Wintour conspiracy theorist like oh boy I, I just I laughed so much at those because you know what Athelastin doesn't give a fuck what right. you are saying you know why because he gets to live with Rihanna and raise a baby with Rihanna and make sweet love to Rihanna he is not concerned about anything you fucking say give me no. a break he gets to wipe his ass with hundred dollar bills with her face <laughs> on him like oh man well Jen Shaw is about to be wiping her ass with half ply because she has reported to jail. Oh man, Jen Shaw of Real Housewives of Salt Lake City had to report to begin her six and a half year prison sentence on Friday, February 17th. Ooh. I'm gonna put some money Girl. on the books from the show. <laughs> Just for entertaining me over the years. I'll right. put a little money on your books. I mean, to be fair, her crimes, like when when I actually looked into what she was convicted of, I'm like, damn, you you're you're raggedy ass bitch. Like that was foul. That was foul <laughs> shit. Stealing yeah. people's life savings. Like, that ain't cool. That ain't cool. Um, you're gonna have to pay your debt to society. And we'll see you for, you know, the Netflix special in about six years when you come out. Yeah. I you know, <laughs> hey. It, it, now she joins like the long, you know, it's a, it's a, now it's a, it's a, it's a hell of a club, right? Um, Teresa Judice, <laughs> Martha Stewart, <laughs> Erica Jane's husband, <laughs> like all fraudulence. I can't, <laughs> you know, I still stand behind that. I don't feel like Martha Stewart should have gone to jail. I don't think so either. <laughs> I don't think they made it. They made an example of her. <laughs> yeah, they they absolutely did. Like, but also it's like, you know, how is what Martha Stewart did any different than say if I walk into like a Macy's or whatever, and I'm I'm going to buy something, and the sales associate says, "Hey, put this on hold for a couple of days because it'll be on sale." Right, man. Justice for Martha. Fuck this yeah. shit. Okay. <laughs> but being a convicted felon has helped her street cred, so there's that. For real. <laughs> now she cooks with Snoop, so there you go. That's right. And she can't vote, she which sucks. That does suck. I would really be upset about that. I don't know if everybody would be that upset to lose their right to vote, but like that would kill me. Like I would that would that would be the part I would be most upset about. Not not being convicted or the prison time or anything like that. It would be the fact that, you know, so there there needs to be some reform to that. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And that's your political minute here on it's like this. Yes. <laughs> well, I hate to end the show this way, but I'm about to tell you something that's really shocking. So, so everyone, please, please make sure that you're sitting down. Okay. Yes. Brace yourself. Also, also let's remember, this is alleged. I have yet to see photo or video evidence. 
However, the streets on the social media apps are talking. And I do not like what they are saying, Greg. I do not like it. I do not like it one bit. What are they saying? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Apparently, Kendall Jenner was spotted at a club making out with. Are you ready? Bad Bunny. I'll fucking kill that bitch. I will kill her. I'm sorry. Allegedly. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You will not corrupt my Benito. Te, te voy a machar, maldita. Okay? Te corro el pelo, maldita. And I don't mean to call her a bitch. I mean that in the loving way, the way you would call like your grandmother a bitch or something. No, um, no I mean that in the worst way, <laughs> bitch. Back up. But no. I, <laughs> I no. had... I had a funny thought about this, though. Um, so the Kardashian Jenners mm-hmm. are famous for when they start dating someone, they adopt, you know, the their their significant other's sense of style, and mm-hmm. for whatever reason, my mind immediately went to. Kendall Jenner as like a full-on chola with like the pencil thin brows and the black lip liner and the super light <laughs> lipstick. Listen, Greg, and- I resent that. That's not Puerto Rican. <laughs> Those are South Central LA Mexicanos. Okay, Chicanos. Do not rope me in. <laughs> My people, no. No, I will not. No. <laughs> Yo, could I could just imagine Kendall Jenner being like one of those white tourists trying to go into La Pela and then getting stabbed like that. Like, girl, no, just no. Turn around from your lips to God's ears. <laughs> turn uh. around. <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys don't know what La Pela is, please don't even bother to try to find out. It's if for the you No, know, you know. And if you don't know, that's just better for you. Keep it that way. <laughs> That's all I got to say. Stay away from my Puerto Rican king. I will cut you. And I mean that literally. (laughs) You know who I would really, really (laughs) like to see together? Um, And this is is brought to you by a a Grammy moment that's kind of been all over the place. Um, There, apparently at the Grammys, Omar Apollo was seated behind bad bunny and at one point the camera caught omar apollo looking at bad bunny like he was ready to risk fucking everything yes yes would you not look at bad bunny like you were just gonna risk it all just oh i I, there there would have been no look like i i would have been escorted out it would have been me screaming (laughs) go take out your dick (laughs) <laughs> listen i would really like that coupling though yeah but that would be like i i feel like that would be the um the the power couple that everybody thought j-lo and mark anthony were gonna be yes 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 i need that coupling but i need kendall jenner to stay the fuck away from fucking bad bunny like yes. we don't need her boiled chicken bland ass trying to mess with this mofongo over here she needs to stop yeah stop it all right all right now that i've gotten that out of my system (laughs) and it better not be true and i can't wait to next week be like you know what sources tell me that 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 was not true 
otherwise, you know, you guys going to have to keep a watch on me. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> on to the best part of the show, of course, which this week we had a tough time with. It was hard to find a good quiz. BuzzFeed quiz time. Cue the jingle. BuzzFeed quiz time. Today, after much searching, we found a pretty decent quiz. It's pick some movies from the 2000s, and I'll give you a 1990s movie to watch. Yes. So, um, I was not really that surprised. I got dazed and confused. Nice. Yeah. And I actually love that movie. That's one of my favorite 90s movies. I could pretty much recite every darn line so yeah i think it's correct <laughs> i love that i was i was not i was not sure going into it um you know because when it said says 90s movies that's kind of a broad range that could have been fucking anything yeah like anything up to 99 i mean that's that's yeah yeah and usually in the description they're like they're like real specific about okay i'll give you a 90s rom-com or a 90s comedy or you know something like that and this one wasn't um but interestingly enough uh i got one of my actually one of my favorite movies um i got the thing called love and for those of you who who don't know about this film one it's fantastic uh it's got a a very young sandra bullock um dermot moroney's in it uh river phoenix is in it uh samantha mathis whose name you might not recognize but when you see her face you'll know who it is because she was in everything in the 90s um but it is about this young woman who wants to be a country music star. So she moves from New York to uh, Nashville and she meets these two guys and the two guys are, you know, fighting for her affections. And it's just, it's a really good movie. So check that out. Oh, I think I'll, I'll watch that. Soon. It's been forever since I've seen that movie. Yeah. I completely forgot about it, but awesome. That is a good one. All right. Well, now that I stole your recommendation, Thunder, well, I, I guess I'll go. We'll, we're going to begin recommendations and I'll go first so that Greg okay. can finish off with his grand finale anti-recommendation. You know, I love those. <laughs> so, of course, I can't stay away from this genre of TV for far too long. Trashy reality TV Ooh. is back and I love it, love it, love it. Um. This week, I would like to recommend Love at First Sight, season three, After the Altar. I'm sorry, not Love at First Sight. Love is Blind. My bad. Love is Blind, season three, After the Altar. So this is kind of a continuation of the last season. Um, It's a year after they, they filmed that season. And they're kind of doing like three long episodes of recapping everybody um wow everybody's trash <laughs> Raven, like everybody is a piece of shit and i hate them all but it was salacious and juicy and i love it 
And once you're done, please, please, I beg you, go to TikTok and search SK and Raven for a nice little twist. Uh, that motherfucker. <laughs> wow. I'll kick his ass. Okay. Yeah. Fuck SK. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I have, as said earlier, I have an anti-recommendation. Um, I have no concept of what time is. Uh, so Thursday... I went to the movie theater uh, with every intention of seeing Quantumania, um, but I was 24 hours early. Um, so being being the type of person that I am, I, I was at the movie theater, so I said, fuck it, I'm here, I'll go see a film. I know, I like that, I like that. And I went and saw... Uh, Knock at the Cabin or the Cabin Door, whatever the fuck it's called. It's the new uh, M. Night Shyamalan film. Oh, God, that's it. All you had to say was M. Night Shyamalan, Lord. Yeah, it's got uh, Ron Weasley and Dave Bautista and Jonathan Groff and uh, Benjamin Aldridge, who who I really enjoy. Um, M. Night Shyamalan if you are listening to uh, this podcast, um, you owe me 97 minutes. Oh. <laughs> because fuck you. What the fuck was that? <laughs> Greg, it was your own fault. You should have known M. Night Shyamalan. You wasn't going to no. In <laughs> No, that was not, that was on you. <laughs> I like for for anyone contemplating going to see this film and and you know you're waiting for you know that classic M Night Shyamalan twist be it you know good or bad um there's not one uh <laughs> the film is stupid Oh man. And like just no no part of it makes any fucking sense. Like it is it's not even well written. Like it is it is on par with probably Sharknado. Oh damn. <laughs> oh my god. I'm so fucking oh, mad. Oh my god. Ooh, wow, that is a ringing non-endorsement right there. Damn, Sharknado. But you know, there's probably somebody who, uh, and speaking of our listeners, uh, shout out to our listeners in Russia who have kept us on the charts for like four months running. Mother Russia. <laughs> we love you. There's probably somebody who listens to this podcast and and waits for me to do an anti-recommendation just so they can go and watch whatever I have anti-recommended right. and enjoy it out of spite. Mm, well, I don't think that's going to happen this time because <laughs> M. Night Shyamalan. Like... And if I disappear as M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> for real. <laughs> Oh, um, man. oh, 
and I, about my my previous my recommendation from last week about um, of an age, um, I've gotten several messages on Instagram about this, and and so I felt like I needed to clarify. Um, so I said that I had gotten a screener of of the film, um, and for for anyone who's listening who who didn't. Who, doesn't really know what a screener is it's a bougie way of saying i i got a sanctioned bootleg right so the film is not out yet you got an advanced copy to preview because you got it like that boo the fuck i so yeah they were they were mostly just messages of the fuck is a screener so hilarious because i got messages like where is this movie it is it is not out yet. Um, <laughs> it is it is coming. Like, it's a screener. Like what what is not computing here? <laughs> oh, I love it. I love you guys. I love you guys. Yes, that was this was a really great episode. This was a great episode. It's good to see the celebs just picking their their mess back up a little bit. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well. We will see you again next week for another amazing episode of It's Like This. And until then, I've been that $10 on Jen Shaw's commissary. (laughs) And whole dollars. And until next time, I have been Jen Shaw's teardrop prison tattoo. (laughs) (laughs) You know that's coming. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. See y'all next week. Bye. Bye. This has been a Rod Wharton production. All rights and trademarks reserved. No portion of this podcast shall be reproduced commercially without explicit consent.